Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners... A lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. What up, all you beautiful Misfits and Rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 190 of Misfits and Rejects. For those of you who heard this week's episode with Sophie, episode 189, you know that I am here today giving you this extra episode for this week because I'm in need of your help. I'm really glad I get to share this with you so you can see all the inner workings of this process. And for those of you who have been with me for a long time, you know how much effort I put into this week in and week out, delivering an episode every single Monday at 9 a.m. And after four and a half years to come to this point in time, which I'll get to in a minute, it was a tremendous shock. So if you're a first-time listener, I'll give you a quick recap of how Misfits and Rejects started, and then I'll get into the meat and potatoes of this episode and why I'm here and why I'm telling you all of this. So Misfits and Rejects started in January of 2016. I had flown to Chile a few months prior. I did episode one with a good friend of mine. Misfits and Rejects had been on my mind for a long time, but it wasn't until I started learning about podcasting and I found Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income that I realized that I could take my idea of Misfits and Rejects and turn it into a podcast. Misfits and Rejects was just an interesting idea I had to maybe capture these interesting, unique, very inspirational people's stories that I was meeting around the world, put it into a book form, put it into a screenplay, movie, whatever, and try to deliver it to the world. Well, it wasn't until, again, I started learning about podcasting that I thought, hey, why not just put the microphone in front of all these unique, beautiful people I'm meeting around the world and let them tell their story for themselves. And that's how Misfits and Rejects was born. Like I said, I flew down to Chile where I was going to go visit and surf with a friend. I put the microphone in between us in his small house on the side of a mountain in the middle of Chile. And we had episode one, which is a great episode. I still love thinking about that first moment where I realized that this was going to become something. From Chile, I flew to Nicaragua, I captured three more episodes, and then by the time I came home, I figured out how to edit it through Audacity. I posted it on my then website, Surf Progression Techniques, which is where it was originally hosted, and then I blasted it out to you, to the world, hoping that people were going to listen. And I left Misfits and Rejects hosted on Surf Progression Techniques for the first few years because, again, although I was committed to this and I loved it, I didn't know if I would be able to sustain a weekly episode for you all. And it wasn't until a few years ago, or maybe even a year ago, that I transitioned everything onto Misfits and Rejects' own platform, its own website, misfitsandrejects.com, where it's hosted, and have really tried to turn it into something special, something that delivers a tremendous amount of inspiration, a certain amount of value to each individual who hears that unique story that they connect with, that one thing that they feel like, oh, if that person did it, so can I kind of moment. And I've really been striving to take Misfits and Rejects to another level, deliver more quality content, 
more interesting, unique stories in hopes that, again, you're going to take that first step when you hear it into that lifestyle, that dream that you've always had, and hopefully be successful at it. So fast forward to present day. So I've been using Squarespace's analytics for the last four and a half years. I've been watching the stats of my listenership go up and it goes up gradually, you know, not even month after month, like, you know, once every three, six months, you'll get a few more listeners. And so the last four and a half years, I've been checking my analytics and watching Misfits and Rejects grow to a number that at its peak about a year and a half ago, according to Squarespace analytics, I was getting five and a half thousand listeners per week, give or take. Analytics aren't perfect, so I was adjusting for you know double downloads and stuff like that. But I felt great about that. I felt like I was really getting the message out there because you do the napkin math on that. That's roughly about twenty thousand listeners a month, and I was very proud of that number. You know, I like a lot of you know I've been going to Thailand, joining these DC events, Dynamite Circle events with other entrepreneurs, other like-minded people. And at this last year's event, 2019, I actually sat on a panel with other podcasters as I was one of the three other people in the room who had a successful podcast with listenership and had been doing it the longest. So I got to sit there. People got to ask me questions. I got to give my two cents. And I was very proud of that accomplishment to be considered an equal with other people that I really looked up to within this community. And as many of you know, it has always been a goal of mine to monetize Misfits and Rejects, to make it a viable enterprise online that I could travel the world doing and hopefully make an income at. Maybe even my primary source of income where I could leave surf progression techniques on autopilot, turn the dials when I needed to on that, but pretty much leave that on autopilot online and just focus all my energy into Misfits and Rejects. And over the last few years, I've been helping a few other people develop their podcasts. Very cool, very ambitious, very motivated people who were driven by a mission to get their message out there and just needed a helping hand with you know how to set it up. That's all I did. And over the years, I've been keeping in touch with them and, and watching them grow and watching them flourish and couldn't have been happier for them and the success that they're finding. And then recently, I got to talking to my good friend and he was explaining how he was about to monetize his podcast and he was on track to make about $600 per month with it. And when I asked him what his stats were, they were on par with mine. In fact, mine were a little bit higher than his. And this was great news. This was something that I could jump on board with as well. So we started explaining the process and a lot of these third-party websites were helping individuals find sponsorships, match with like-minded sponsors or people who you could represent confidently knowing that your brands overlapped and cross-pollinated. So they would help you find the sponsors and then you would get paid based on an accumulative amount of listeners you had throughout your whole podcast. So for example, if each episode I'm getting 5,000 downloads, 5,000 listeners, then they're going to pay out at every 15,000 accumulated downloads. So that's in roughly three weeks. So if I'm getting 5,000 per week in three weeks, I could get paid out as well. So by the end of the month, I could be making roughly about the same as well, which is, which was $600, as I said. So this is great for me. This has been more or less my goal since starting online entrepreneurship in 2014, which was to generate income of 
about five to $600 a month because that's what it was going to cost me to live my life in Thailand, in Nicaragua, as I continue to try to develop other revenue streams online. So great news. Couldn't be happier. So I signed up for Chartable, which is a free app that analyzes my analytics. It sucks all the data in and starts spitting out what most people say is more reliable statistics for your podcast. Because one thing that's important to note is within the podcasting community, it's been very difficult to really track listens, track downloads, because obviously people might listen it to multiple times. And so it's been an ongoing process of how to identify one listener, count that as one listener, even though they might listen to it multiple times. And we as a community are still coming to that conclusion of what's a download, how does it track, and it's getting better. And there are companies, very reputable companies, who all are adhering to these criteria, and Chartable was one of them. But Squarespace is not, and although I like Squarespace, it is not the best platform to host your podcast on. It's more of a blogging platform. So the analytics that Squarespace is using to gather data for my podcast, they're using the same parameters that they would to gather data for a blog. So for example, literally like if somebody whispers misfits and rejects in a Google search, from what I understand, Squarespace is going to consider that a download or a listen. And this is all coming from some research I did on Reddit and then from talking to various different podcasting analytic companies. But it's basically like Anybody whispers misfits and rejects online, Squarespace counts it as a download. And then when my episode does actually get downloaded, from what I understand is that if it's like, say, a 25 megabyte file, it gets downloaded in, say, five megabyte chunks. And Squarespace counts each megabyte download chunk as a listen. So Squarespace is potentially counting every single episode as five people downloading it and listening to it vastly over-exaggerating the real, more accurate statistics that a lot of these other companies are using and abiding by. So before I gave this company all my data, I wanted to make sure that I had the following that I had based on Squarespace's analytics. So I pulled all of my data into Chartable, waited about 24 hours, looked at the charts, and there was a huge difference in numbers versus what I was seeing on Squarespace's analytics and then what Chartable was telling me. Like to the point that most of my episodes had either no listeners or less than 10. Obviously, that can't be right. I've been doing this for so long. How could that possibly be that I have less than 10 listeners per episode? So it's a free service. So I figured, okay, well, even though it's a reputable company, like there's got to be something wrong. So I then continue researching other reputable companies. I come across Blueberry, which is another good name in podcasting. And they have a service that I can pay $5 a month for. And they're going to, again, attach their system to my analytics and give me real news, real accurate data on who's listening, where they're listening in from, roughly their demographic, so forth and so on. And so I did. I connected everything I needed to connect, clicked the button, and this time, Blueberry doesn't pull all the back data in. They just were pulling in for individual episodes that I had linked up. That's how their system works. So three weeks ago, four weeks ago at this point, I got the news back that the episode I had linked up had about 23 listens. Heartbreaking. 
makes me lose sleep over it for that first 24 hours. Like now it's starting to become clear, like there's something very, very wrong here. I give it some time. Numbers aren't really going up, but the next week's episode, the numbers are quite a bit higher, but still not in the realm of even breaking a thousand listeners, not even breaking 200. The next week's episode, which was Emil Goliath, as you may remember, he got in one week, roughly a hundred listeners. Okay, that's better. And now I'm starting to see like, okay, well, at least I have listeners. At least it's not less than 10, but it's definitely not thousands. And once it hits that like 100 listen, 100 download threshold, it really starts to slow down. And okay, week three, Ronnie Teja, same thing, about 100 listeners. And so now it's like, okay, now this is, this is more accurate. This is seemingly to be the truth. And that is something that you can imagine was a huge blow to my ego, something that was incomprehensible for me at the onset was something I just couldn't wrap my head around. You know, doing this for four and a half years, having a lot of influential people on who had big followings, who shared for me, that I wasn't able to capture more listeners. So here it is. I'm speaking to you, all 100 of you who are listening, give or take. I am so thankful that you're here listening to me right now. I couldn't be more appreciative of you if you're a longtime listener of Misfits and Rejects and you appreciate what I do and you've been coming back week after week for however long you've been coming back. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you so much for being here, supporting me and enjoying what I do and produce. This takes a lot of work. It takes me roughly about seven to 10 hours a week to produce one of these. And I do it because I love it. I would do it whether you were listening or not. And as we're learning and as I'm explaining to you, you are one of 100 other people roughly who is tuning in weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whenever you're coming to listen to Misfits and Rejects. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. It is really, really nice to know that I do have listeners. And then for you new listeners, somebody who might have only been around for this episode for the last few, that's fine. I appreciate you checking me out. I hope you'll stick around as you're going to hear from me in a few minutes, what I'm looking for, what I'm trying to understand, you know, what I've been really trying to bring to you over the last few years seems to not be working in the way I thought. As I noted earlier, Misfits and Rejects was a passion project. The Misfits and Rejects around the world have always held such a special place in my heart. I have always found them to be so inspirational, so unique, doing the thing that they want to do in the most unique ways, You know, whether it's owning a hostel in Nicaragua to the digital nomad community that I've stumbled upon in the last year or two. I find these beautiful misfits and rejects just to be so inspirational and motivating for me as I continue to strive to reach my hopes, dreams, and goals as a location-independent worker, possibly a digital nomad, online entrepreneur, somebody who can make money from anywhere in the world on his computer. And it's been keeping me going. And I thought that that would translate and that other people would think that it is as inspirational as it is to me. And I know you're here and I know you're listening and I appreciate you being here. But as you can imagine, I guess I had expectations that were unrealistic and I didn't do a good job of over the last four and a half years connecting with you, the audience, the listeners who were coming back every week to listen. And that's why I'm here now. That's what I'm here to ask is for you to reach out to me. I'd like to get to know you. I'd like to connect with you. I'd like to hear what Misfits and Rejects does for you, 
what kind of value it's bringing to you in your life, if any. Am I getting the message correct? You know, I am just delivering the message that I've always wanted to deliver. And one would think that if it was a really powerful message, one that was really connecting with you and other people, that you and others might have shared it more. And that hasn't been the case. And I'm trying to understand more about that and learn from that and add more value to what I'm already creating so that you can get more out of it and then possibly want to share it more with your friends, family, peers, people you think might get more out of it as well. So that's what I'm here asking today is just, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear and learn about why you come and listen to Misfits and Rejects what you might want from Misfits and Rejects, how I could change Misfits and Rejects, how I could make it better. And I think I have a lot to learn. I know I have a lot to learn from you. I'm in desperate need of that. I would like to make this a great podcast. I'd like to spread the inspiration, spread the love, spread the hope that there is something else out there for individuals who are not happy with their life situation. And it might come down to me having to pivot and having to change the message in a certain way, having to identify what it is that you've been coming back week in and week out for, and maybe focus in a lot more on that specific message. So that's the big reveal, folks. That's what, after the last four and a half years, about three weeks ago, I came to this moment that shook me to the core, that I could be so in the dark about something that I was doing every single week and not knowing what was really going on out there. That as I'd sit and have these conversations, then do the intro, and then do the outro and produce the whole episode. In my mind, I had 15, 20,000 listeners. As you can imagine, that lifted me up. That really amplified my ego, making me feel like I was doing something of value to all these listeners to come to find out that it's not reaching as many people as it was, but that it is reaching 100 of you makes me feel good. I gave myself 24, 48 hours, really beat myself up over it, how could you be so stupid? How could you not know this? Like, yada, yada, you can imagine all the biggest insecurities I've ever had came straight to the forefront of that moment. And my mind is telling me, see, I told you so. I told you. And yeah, it was rough. Definitely rough. But like I said, 24 to 48 hours later, okay, dust your pick myself up, dust myself off. Let's move forward. Let's try to figure this out. And I've been reaching out to everybody I know who listens within my community and then anybody that has a podcast or has an expertise in marketing podcast or marketing in general, just trying to gather all the information I can on what steps I need to take. And everyone consistently says, you have to get to know your audience better. You have to know why they're coming to listen to you week in and week out. You have to know if you're really delivering the value every single episode to those individuals, or are you only delivering a small percentage of the time? You also have to know is if that value that you're delivering worth sharing to your listeners. Are they getting so much value week in and week out that they're just like, I have to share this with my friends. I have to share this with my family. I have to post this on Instagram. I have to share this on Facebook. And that's what I'm here to find out. Where have I missed the mark? What can I do to become a better podcaster? What information would you like me to try to deliver every single week to you as we move forward? from the individuals that I'm networked with, that I'm continuously talking to. What do you want to know? I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to participate and reach out to me via email, please shoot me an email at chapin, C-H-A-P-I-N, at misfitsandrejects.com. So that's chapin at misfitsandrejects.com. 
please let me know that you heard this episode, or you can just say, what's up? I'm here to help, or what's up? Let's chat, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and let's grow this thing. Help me. Help me grow this. Help me find that sweet spot where this message starts traveling like wildfire, where we build a really awesome community of misfits and rejects who can start to then grow and feed off each other's stories. And maybe we start a Facebook group and maybe we host retreats and maybe we have meetups around the world. I don't know what this will turn into, but I know at this point doing what I'm doing and I'm going to continue to do what I do because I'm more than happy to continue to deliver it to you 100 people and just do it for myself. Because as I said, they inspire the heck out of me as well. But I feel like misfits and rejects can be more. We can do more with it. And I'd love to grow that community into a very vibrant, powerful, beautiful community of like-minded people striving for all their hopes, all their dreams. And then we get to see them accomplish those as well. So again, if you'd like to participate, hit me up, Chapin, C-H-A-P-I-N, at misfitsandrejects.com. We'll have a few exchanges there. I'd love to even jump on some phone calls with you all. Wherever you are in the world, we can do Skype calls. I really want to start to get to know you, develop a conversation develop a friendship and blow this thing up. Let's grow it. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all you 100 listeners out there participating, listening to me and helping me grow Misfits and Rejects. And stay tuned because as you know, there's a lot more episodes to come on Monday next week. The week after that, the week after that, I have a backlog of plenty. I've been capturing a ton of great content during these few months of COVID, which I'm excited to deliver to you. So please reach out, chapin at misfitsandrejects.com. I think you all are so beautiful, and I'll see you next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspires you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that... Maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.